This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while on the website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you may have, uh, and we can set up a a face-to-face meeting or meet virtually, whatever you're comfortable with. You know, even if you genuinely love your job and enjoy the people that you work with, it's only natural to occasionally lean back in your chair, close your eyes and daydream about retirement and even maybe doing it a little earlier than you thought. You know, and a little bit of retirement daydreaming, you know, they do it and then people go back to work and and move on with their life. But today I want to talk about you know, the idea of retiring early, right? If you're in your 50s and you're ready to retire and you're ready to kind of punch in for the last time at work, you're in the subgroup that we would call early retirement. You know, most people don't retire until they're in their mid-60s. But, you know, I want to talk about some of the pitfalls or concerns or things you should think about when it comes to retiring early, um, just so that you're prepared for some of the, the road bumps that you may deal with uh, that someone who's retiring in, at age 65 may not have to deal with. But before we do that, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Uh, Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Peter. And uh, I've had a great now, week. I, I really have. You know, I just got back from a vacation in Colorado, went to the Rockies, you know, the area around Aspen and Carbondale, Colorado, stayed at an Airbnb there. Uh, all, my entire family went, all five of us. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. Well, you're not going to retire on me, are you, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> After a yeah, trip like how that, many, how many radio show co-hosts retire early? Let's look at the figures here, and the list is others. Oh, I don't see anyone on the list ever. So, no, I'm kidding. I don't know, but no, I am not retiring as long as my voice holds out. I'm working. I mean, if I'm 70 and my voice sounds good enough to do radio and voiceover work and co-host the show with you, you and I are going to be doing it. Yeah, Sounds I just good. want it because I love uh, doing be- it. So uh, why stop if you love doing that? But I know that's what we're going to talk about this week. But before we get into that, how have you been, Peter? Good. It's good. You know, we're full summer swing, still busy with uh, busy with work, but, you know, enjoying some of the fun stuff we can do in this area during the summertime outside. So uh, and you know, happy Father's Day to yeah, you! By the you way, as that well. was uh, just yeah. recently. Thank you. Um, so yeah, everything is good. Busy but good. Can't Excellent. complain. So well, and you know what? As far as uh, retirement plans, you know, I, I kind of mentioned I'd like to keep working as long as I can. But I think this is a relevant topic because I think it's easy for anyone to say to themselves, "Hey, maybe I have enough money put away so I can retire." But 
Uh, you know, I can tell from your intro that, uh, you know, you referenced possibility and the unknown, and it's not as simple as necessarily having a certain amount in the bank, is it? Yeah, no, the next exactly right, Tony. And look, today's show is not intended to talk anyone out of retiring early. Uh, I don't want to be that person, but it's only intended to encourage people to think about um, uh, early retirement and and what that exactly means. You know, though only 11% of current workers under the age of 60 say they plan to retire early, those are, you know, pre-COVID stats too, you know. I'd be very interested to see if they did this survey again after the COVID pandemic, if that number has creeped up a little bit. But still, you're talking between probably 10 to 15 percent of people are thinking about retiring before the age of 60. That's not a small number of people uh, when you think about the whole country. And so the first issue that looms largest for many early retirees is that healthcare is expensive. And I know that's not really a great revelation, (laughs) but uh, it's something that needs to be reinforced time and time again. Because remember, Medicare that covers more than 61 million people in retirement does not begin until you're age 65. So if you retire any earlier than 65 um, and you can't continue coverage with your, your employer, then you're going to have to figure something out to have some sort of bridge between your retirement date and age 65. Mm. Yeah, you, you would have, I, I, that's true. And, um, you know, wow. Um, <laughs> I think I just heard my wallet scream in terror, you know? Well, well, then there's probably a good reason for that, right? Healthcare is many things, but it is not cheap, right? And while current law dictates that your health insurance premiums cannot exceed 8.3% of your household income, there's still going to be some sticker shock for a lot of people. For example, if your household income is $50,000, a mid-level silver plan is still going to run you about $4,100, maybe $4,200 a year. And if a mid-level plan isn't going to cover everything you need, you're still going to have to pay for other things um, above and beyond that. So you could be looking at five, six, seven thousand dollars a year for healthcare costs. Wow, yeah, and that's that's a lot of money right there, and a lot of people are concerned about that. Obviously, healthcare costs have been rising, and if early retirement is a possibility, you, you need to make sure that healthcare is squared away and you have a plan in place and it's going to come at a price you can afford, that's one of the most important things you can do. And I know that's something that you work with with your clients to make sure that's part of the plan. After all, you don't want to dip too far into the nest egg to cover health care, right? Well, I just think we should be building a nest egg. Well, yes, Marge. And speaking of nest eggs, um, you know, rating yours too early can have financial consequences, right? If you leave the office um, for the last time before you turn 59 and a half, for example, you're going to very likely get hit with a, uh, a 10% early withdrawal penalty um, for any sort of deferred account like a 401k or in a traditional IRA. And while there are some ways you may be able to get that IRA money before you're 59 and a half, I certainly would not count on it. Um going into it, assume you're going to pay that penalty. And if you don't have a Roth account, which is funded with uh, after-tax dollars, you're going to owe Uncle Sam 
uh, some tax money on top of any penalty that you may pay. So think about that. You you take money out of your IRA, your 401k before you're 59 and a half. You automatically have to t- pay a 10% penalty. And then that whole balance that you took out is also going to appear on your tax return. And you're going to have to pay taxes at whatever your tax uh, marginal tax rate is. So whether it's 12, 15, 22, what have you. So it can be, you know, uh, if you haven't put money in any sort of vehicle in which uh, taking it out doesn't create a tax implication or a penalty, it can become quite expensive just to get your money out of your account um, if you retire early. Wow. Well, yeah. And I think that really, that's important, obviously. And uh, I have to think that, you know, you know, making sure that you have this taken care of, paying that $5,000 right off the top. That's going to be pretty unappetizing for most people. To me, uh, you know, you want to solidify a workable pre-Medicare health plan and ensure that you have enough cash to avoid having to tap into the tax-deferred retirement accounts. You're always telling us, Peter, not to do that. And those are may, those are more reasons yet to begin working with a financial services professional like yourself if you're not already. And so obviously we're talking here, Peter, you know, something as tricky as early retirement the fact that a financial professional like yourself is here to help guide you, tell you what you need to hear rather than what you want to hear, that's helpful. Uh, that's, in fact, it's a must. Mm. Uh, do you have any other info for us? Well, I, I was going to say on that, Tony, a surefire way to make sure that you your plans retire early are, are going to you know, go the way you want is to sit down with a financial service professional like myself, right? To make sure you have some sort of plan, uh, whether it's savings plan, investment plan, uh, income plan, how are you going to deal with social security down the road? Obviously, if you're retiring early, um, you're not going to be able to access social security at the very earliest until you're 62. But we want to make sure all of those pieces are put into place before you pull the trigger and retire, specifically if you're going to retire early. So if that's something that you're interested in, you want to explore and take a look at, you know, give us a call 866-360-2724 uh, or visit us online at the IVAG.com and we'll, uh, we can schedule an appointment either in person or virtually and we'll start that conversation. Yeah, that sounds great. About- well, so what do you have next? for us. Yeah. So, so the next thing I want to want people to think about retiring early is just the fact of you're giving up the concept of compounding interest, right? So when it comes to saving money, time itself is is our greatest ally. So if, for example, if between the ages of 25 and 55, you put $250 a month or about three grand a year, you're, you're going to have $237,000 when you retire, as long as you did not take anything out and you, let's say, had an average of 6% annual on your investments, right? So clearly, that's a pretty good return on the original $90,000 that you put in there, right? Because you had time and it, the interest compounded on itself. Yeah. Well, that's true. Compounding interest. It's the eighth wonder of the world, they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is very heard true. That before, right? In fact, I think I, you, I was, you're the one who originally said that, right? That's originally, yes. <laughs> I mean, I sh- it's my quote. If you look in the books, my name is right next to that quote. So, so uh, I know there's a but in there though somewhere. So, so what is it? Yeah, Tony, there's a there's kind of a button here, right? So let's say you retired at age 65 rather than 55. 
giving yourself another 10 years of compounding interest. In that case, your $250 a month will leave you with about $464,000, nearly double what it would have been at age 55. Why? Well, there's an extra decade of savings that will add $30,000 to your pot, but the real power comes from the $197,000 that you're going to earn in interest. Not just the principal, but it's the interest that really piles up. So you're leaving money on the table um, if you retire early. Right. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I, I guess uh, I get what you're saying there. Uh, and it, it makes sense. You have to look at the numbers and, and the age and the time horizon. And I think most people want to have a long retirement because then you have plenty of years, you know, to spend with family and travel and other things people do in retirement. But also a longer life means you're going to need a lot more money, right? Or, that's right. And that's something to really think about with early retirement is because you have a lot of life ahead of you. Right, a woman who retires at age fifty-five will need her savings to last to last nearly thirty years, Holy as cow. opposed, yeah, as opposed to um, roughly twenty years if she retired at sixty-five. That's three decades. It's a long time. And a man who retires at fifty-five is going to need about twenty-five years on average um, of savings, you know, to to last that entire time, rather than just uh, having the the twenty or the eighteen or twenty years that he would need to, if he retired at sixty-five. Right. And, and there's a that uh, a stat out there. Think about this, Tony. If a couple makes it to age sixty-five, there is a twenty-five percent chance that one of those spouses is going to live to ninety-eight years old as of today. Wow. So that's a long retirement. You need to have money saved. Yeah. And again, again, that longer life means you're going to need more money. Yeah, that's that's exactly correct. And, and you know, just as you may live longer uh, than you otherwise have probably imagined, you're still going to spend more money in retirement than you probably predicted when you were younger, right? Yep. Many financial service professionals advise to their client that they'll spend about 80% um, uh, as much in retirement as they did while they're still working. But what oftentimes happens is folks, if they, if they retire early, there's kind of a spending splurge that occurs early in retirement, right? Um, you're still young enough to be able to travel, to be able to walk, to be able to do all the, your hobbies without much difficulty. Hopefully, uh, any uh, health issues haven't really compounded on themselves. So all of a sudden, you may have a lot of cash burn in that first ten years of retirement of early retirement um, that impacts your cash needs down the road. So uh, you know that's something to think about. That you're spending, uh, you're spending in retirement is not going to be a linear, right? It's not going to be a, it very likely. It's not going to be the same amount every month. There's going to be different things that you want to do. And a lot of times that's front loaded in those early years of retirement, specifically if you're an early retiree. So it's important to take those things into consideration to see how you can structure things uh, to make sure your money's going to last for both your early part of retirement, but also later on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, obviously, uh, that's, you know, financial strategies for uh, for these things. You mentioned home improvement projects a moment ago, and it, I think Obviously, it it seems to me if early retirement is potentially in the cards, you'll definitely want to have a housing strategy hammered out, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Retiring without a mortgage is a goal for a lot of people I work with, Tony. And, and though it's, you know, that can certainly be a challenge to get to. You know, uh, I, I I read an article recently, 44 
percent of retired homeowners um, still have a mortgage. So it's a goal, but a lot of people can't get there. But also, you know, just to be clear, just because your mortgage goes away does not mean other expenses around the house go away, right? You still have to fix things up. You still have to maintain your house. You still have to pay property taxes. And if you live in, a, in any sort of um, community, you may even have some sort of homeowners association fees. So the mortgage, it's nice to get rid of. The other thing I'm going to say, too, is I'm never an advocate um, for pulling, let's say, money out of a savings account just to pay off your mortgage, especially when interest rates are very low. Now, some people are comfortable with debt. Some people are not. But sometimes it's worth taking a look at the fact that if if you have a very low rate of interest on on a loan, it may not make sense to pay that off earlier because you could park that money someplace else and get a better a better return. So talking about mortgages and talking about debt is important, but a lot of times taking a logical approach, how you're going to deal with it is, is pretty important as well. Yeah, hugely important, uh, obviously. And financial strategies for your home, whether it's paying off your mortgage before retirement or maybe you're downsizing. A lot of people do that. My wife and I have actually talked about that, you know, downsize to a smaller and less expensive home after we retire. That's a good reason to, again, talk with a financial services professional. And I think for many, getting their strategy for their home just right is one of the linchpins of a successful retirement, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Especially when you consider, Tony, that finding extra income, for example, when you're retired is going to be challenging, right? If you're thinking about supplementing uh, your your savings with, you know, if you're retired early, you have savings in the bank, but you're still interested in maybe working part-time, it may not be as easy as you think to find that part-time job. 74% of workers report that they, you know, they want to keep earning a paycheck, but only 27% were able to actually find a job in which they're able to, to do that, right? And, and there's reasons for that. There's some there's some ageism that goes on that isn't really talked about, but it exists. But also, you know, employers expect certain schedules that maybe retirees aren't willing to to accommodate themselves for. So when you're creating a plan, when you're thinking about these things and, and you're like, oh, maybe I can augment my savings with some part-time work, it's a good thought and it's a possibility, but don't think it's a surefire guarantee that that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, It's not necessarily guaranteed. Uh, You need a plan in place. You need a strategy. You need to be working with a financial professional so you're ready for these things. Now, let's keep this moving. What do you have for us next? Well, Tony, the next thing to consider about early retirement is that you're likely going to have a lot of time on your hands after you stop working. And we've talked about this on, on other podcasts, right? I've had it time and time again where um, I've had retirees, you know, I've had clients who are pre-retire retirement, then they retire. And then I meet with them after retirement. And, and to, I get two different stories. They say, man, I have a lot of time on my hands, but my calendar is really full because um, now I filled it with lots of different things that I really like to do. I mean, it's kind of a weird dichotomy where they, they're really, really busy, but they're happy because they don't feel like they're doing anything because what they're doing, they enjoy. It may be a hobby. It may be volunteering. It may be spending time with their grandchildren. So the, the point really isn't about, hey, look, your calendar is going to clear up. It's really about a mind shift and saying, now this time that you have, now that you've retired is yours. And how are you going to fill it to make sure that both you stay physically active, but also mentally active? We've talked about this as well in previous podcasts, that that's the key part, making sure the time that you have, well, time that you have left on the earth is going to be as long as it possibly can in both the best mental and physical health. And to do that is going to keep yourself busy with things that you love. 
Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I think it can be easy to overlook the social aspect of work. And it's yep. likely there are people in your office who look forward to seeing and chatting. You like to chat with every day. And if you work for a company that has, you know, things like group meals or events or outings, those are things that do contribute to your health and happiness. And once you retire, you have to find ways to replace those activities. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and you know, you can sit down with a financial service professional and, and talk about numbers and Social Security and taxation, but a good financial service professional is also going to ask you, hey, what are you going to do with your time? What are your goals? You know, what's going on in your life? Yeah, because there's a holistic part of this whole process to make sure as a retiree, you could have all the money in the world and all the income in the world, but if you're miserable in retirement, then what was the point? And so it's important that you have thought these things out. Again, it's it's very important to have the financial part of this early retirement piece figured out. But it also has to be, what are you going to fill your time with to make sure that uh, your retirement is fulfilling? Yeah, there you go. Uh, boom. What are you? <laughs> exactly. And so you need to have a plan in place to do that and have think to that. I think a lot of people overlook things like that. And, you know, we've mentioned social, you know, social isolation in retirement. And I'm guessing that's something that those considering early retirement, you could overlook. Yeah. I mean, and, and that, con that whole concept of social iso isolation has really come to the forefront with the pandemic, right, yeah, Tony? Exactly. So, so it, it happens. People can get isolated just because they retire, they retire and get cut off from their previous, uh, you know, friends and social groups at work. But I think in the pandemic, even people that were still working felt socially isolated and you could see the damage that it does for any age group. Now, specifically compound that with, um, you know, early retirement, 50, 60, 70 year olds. Uh, if you're in that age group, that socialization and physical activity is even more important. Um, the whole concept, <laughs> if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Uh, and that social isol uh, isolation that comes with not interacting with people is only going to make things worse for you. So yeah, again, we've talked about it time and again on other podcasts, but uh, retirement is a holistic process and making sure you fill your time um, with things that are going to make things, uh, make your retirement fulfilling is, is just as important as making sure the financial pieces are taken care of. Yeah, there you go. And I think that's, that's obviously really important. And, you know, you mentioned a moment ago that if you retire in your fifties, it's possible that your spouse will still be working. And that's a good reminder mm. that retirement can be a challenge for couples if they retire at different times. Well, yeah. And so this goes back to the early retirement, right? And that's what we're talking about today. A lot of times or some, a lot of times you'll have a situation where a spouse will retire. Um, one spouse retires and the other one continues to, continues to work. Well, that sometimes can create an issue and it's important. There's a couple of things to think about. It's important that each spouse has their own, um, you know, own hobbies, own things that brings them happiness. And I'm not saying they need to go off and do their own thing all the time, but in a situation like that, there has to be kind of a mutual respect of the one who's still working and the one who's already retired and fill it fulfilling uh, time, you know, is going to be an important part of that. And another thing to think about, Tony, too, if you retire early, a lot of your friends very likely aren't going to be retiring with you. So, you know, if you, you have this dream of retiring at 57 and, 
your group of friends, um, you know, are not retiring, you're very likely not going to be going to the golf course on a, on a Friday morning or be able to go for a week long trip when they don't have vacation time. And so when thinking about retiring early, you have to also kind of see the social aspect of it outside of, of just your financial aspect. What are my friends and my peers going to do? And how am I going to be able to do some of the things that I may want to do, whether it be golfing, whether it be hiking, whether it be taking vacation with friends, if all of my friends are still working? Um, and that may not be a reason not to retire, but it's something that you need to think about and consider uh, if you're going to pull the trigger to retire uh, early. Right. Yeah, there you go. I, I think that's great. Now, we're almost to the end of the show. What questions would you recommend people uh, considering early retirement ask, especially if they sit down with a financial services professional, which they're going to need to do if they want to retire early? Great question, Tony. Uh, And I think a frank and detailed conversation with a financial services professional before you make a final decision about early retirement is helpful. You know, the first question to address is whether you can truly afford to stop working. Again, remember that your financial professional isn't there to tell you what you want to hear. They're there to tell you the truth. And it's important that you listen to that truth, right? And from there, you're going to want to discuss, you know, Do you need to do a part-time job to be able to make early retirement work? Do you have your health care expenses covered? Do you have you talked to your spouse about your actual goal of retiring? Because if your goals don't align, uh, align with your spouse's goal, there's going to be a lot of trouble down the road um, when it comes to agreeing on anything within your relationship and when it comes to retirement. Those are some of the things that come uh, to mind initially, Tony, for questions to really start weighing as you think about retiring early. My lifestyle is my retirement plan. <laughs> Thanks, Homer. His lifestyle is his retirement plan. I, I don't think that's a great plan, especially for no. Homer. But uh, uh, listeners, if you need a great uh, retirement plan, uh, you should probably give Peter a call. Get, tell us that uh, phone number and web address information one more time before we go. Yeah, uh, you can connect with us at uh, 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. And again, schedule an appointment either in person or virtually, and we can start having a conversation about creating a plan um, that is going to look at, all right, what do you need to do to see if you can retire, um, and more specifically, see if you can retire early. All right, sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Lofthaber. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Tony. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.